everyone. Welcome to Freedom Podcast. I'm Kent Maddox here with Beverly Maddox. We got big, 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 big news today. Today is uh, we're able to give you our transformation workbook that uh, Beverly and I've uh, designed absolutely free of charge. It's available now. Our publisher has given us a link that for just shipping and handling, you can get a hold of this transformation workbook. And it's lifeoffreedom.site slash free. Once again, lifeoffreedom.site slash free. And hopefully you can get a hold of this and it will ignite transformation in your life and in the spheres of influence that you are currently walking in. And Beverly, I'm excited about that. I can tell that you are. And look, you guys, we have really, really presented this from our hearts. Because as I've said, if you've been watching any of these little podcasts that we have been doing, this is the culmination of our life's work. It's everything that we've learned about serving God. And we believe it literally is designed to transform the world. That's how strongly we believe in this. We believe this message can transform the world. And one community at the time, one individual at the time. I know it's information that has transformed me. Every time I read through calling my spirit to attention, mm -hmm. I am radically changed. Every time I apply the names of God to my circumstances and whatever situations that I'm contending with, I am transformed. It transforms me from the inside out, and it makes me keep moving forward because it would be so easy sometimes to just get stuck. God does not want you stuck. He does not want you living in chaos. He wants you to move into the creative realm. He wants you to accomplish everything that he's called you to do. And just understanding who you are, knowing your identity, that is the very first step. So I encourage you, get this book. It's coming to you free. All you have to do is order it. Pay shipping and handling, and it's yours. This is our transformation map that's in the book. Uh, where shame, guilt, fear, and anger on the low end, but through transformation, you can move to courage, gratitude, joy, abundance, peace, and enlightenment. And so we're very excited now to be able to get this in a lot of folks' hands. I know some of you have already purchased it on Amazon, and that was a blessing that you helped us with a soft launch. But now it's officially available, and it's yours free of charge, Life of Freedom dot site i'm sorry life of freedom dot site slash free and uh you can have this for just shipping and handling and we're excited to get be able to get it in your hands it's designed of course to do in a small group uh because it's to extend the kingdom concept but of course you can do it with your personally or by with your family uh but we hope you use it to share with others and it ignites transformations in your transformation in your sphere of influence speaking of that a little tongue-tied today. Speaking of that, we have just had a powerful time here in Alabama with All In Alabama. All 67 counties uh, presenting ourselves to the Lord, realigning the state of Alabama uh, with God's prophetic mandate. What a time we've had with our friend Chuck Pierce. Oh, my goodness. I don't even know what to say about all of it. It's so much to take in. But we really believe that this is a huge part of what God has asked us to do do in transforming this state. And this information is not new information. The ecclesia has been around 
since Jesus began to declare it, since Rome began to, to take over nations and began to implement their culture. But we have this language now, and we believe that it is the transformational agent, not only for our state, but the, well, the entire nation. Yes, and, and nations. The nations of the world. We believe that it is really that relevant. We believe that it is an agent of change that can literally transform every aspect of your environment. We believe that it is that powerful. Let me bring you up to speed. 2008, Chuck Pierce, our dear friend, prophet, had an experience. Uh, they were gathered there on Ellis Island in a meeting, a couple thousand people waiting on him to preach. He gets caught up in the spirit for three hours, doesn't get to preach. God shows him how to pray deliverance for his own bloodline. Bell's yes. been talking about that a lot lately. Uh, for his own family and children, but then began to show him the bloodlines in America and showed him that all the states of the United States of America, those that were in covenant alignment with God and those that were not, and how to begin to to shift the nation. Uh, he saw uh, a, a remnant called the Triumphant Reserve that was hidden in each and every state. He saw fiery castles coming down out of heaven, which were apostolic centers that would begin to arise. And so now, uh, from 2008 to now, we are beginning to experience what he saw in the prophecies. He had a prophecy for every state. In the prophecies, Alabama was a reforming state, and Alabama had to go first. And as Alabama went, so would the nation go. As Alabama turned, the nation would turn. And so he just released another uh, provision or another installment uh, here in Alabama. We in Alabama, we started in uh, 2020 all in Alabama. Beverly and I visited the all 67 counties on a very powerful mission God had us on. And now we are working in the state of Alabama called All in Alabama, Transform Alabama, to literally see God save a state, an entire state. We believe it's part of our mandate. If you'd like to know how to engage with us, especially in Alabama, you can go to allinalabama.org. If you're in another state and you would like to find out more about the prototype we're building, you can there there also go allinalabama.org, and you can know more about this. But Beverly, today we're going to let take them and let everybody hear and those that are able to watch Chuck's message to the state of Alabama. I believe it will inspire you. It will ignite you. Uh, (laughs) And it will let us see a clear prophetic picture of exactly where we are and what God's saying. And then we'll be back to say a quick prayer and tell you how you can engage. Any thoughts before we go, Beth? Just very thankful. And I am going to say this one thing. I mean, what is so remarkable to me about Alabama going first is you and I both had the opportunity all those years ago to go to Prayer Mountain in Korea with Paul Yonggi Cho. Yes. And he prophesied this exact same word. Prophesied about Alabama. That Alabama is the justice state and Alabama had to move first. A great move of God That's would move exactly in Alabama. Right. That's exactly right. So many prophetic words over yes. this state. So. We're going to take you now to the all-in Alabama gathering. The whole state of Alabama is gathered together. Chuck Pierce releasing the word. Watch this. Be blessed, and we'll be back. We want you to put your hand on someone next to you and say, we're ready to go up again. And it's really amazing. I, I was a little overcome, and I'm not easily overcome, and... When this, when I walked into this meeting and when this meeting began, uh, just 
waves of emotional release came through my body that was just amazing to experience what we're experiencing here today. And I thought of the scripture, let me read it to you, where it says, I would have despaired had I not believed that I would see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Paul Hughes, I know you have co-labored very hard, very long to see our first people come back into their rightful uh, place of authority. And then for uh, me, it's been a 40-year journey almost here in Alabama of prayer through the prayer movement for me. So it's not been a, a, a recent journey. Actually, one blessing that I first experienced was in 1984 when I came here to a prayer meeting. And Kent Maddox's sister was at that prayer meeting. Let's thank God she's here today. Wow. And what we did was we prayed all day for Alabama. Now, that will be 40 years in a year. So when you walk into a place where all of a sudden everything you've put in heaven has now entered heaven, you're, you're a little overwhelmed by that. And I think of all the times and all the people and all the places that we have been in Alabama, and then to experience this in one place as a kingdom ecclesia is on Feast of Tabernacles. This has not been done in all of America with God's order of the first people welcoming us in on Feast of Tabernacles. See, that's what Thanksgiving was about. It was about Feast of Tabernacles in America with our first people and those that God had brought to the land. Let's thank God that we have experienced one of his first true Thanksgivings again in America. Now, I want to share a few things with you, and I, I feel like it will help us as we move forward. I do want to encourage you, the book that you've been given, uh, along with what every moment of this service will become the, from this day forward, that which will change the course of America. And yet, I do believe today we are here to recommission you into the next phase of this change that is absolutely necessary at this time. So I want to show you a few things to make sure we understand the timing we're living in. The timing today is beyond our importance of understanding. I mean, it's beyond anything. 
And we have entered, uh, Aaron, if you're ready to help me, we've entered the war this year. This whole decade is a war decade. It's a decade of where heaven actually is initiating the war and earth is responding. And a lot of times we don't understand that when heaven gets close, chaos really exposes itself and conflict exposes itself. It's what the book, uh, the, uh, uh, book of Revelation is about and it's what uh, the, the chapter, chapter 12 is really about. The closer the enemy is being cast down, the more you're going to see the enemy fight back to hold his ground. And I am here to announce you are a prototype of him losing his ground. And so I can't think of a place that God would have me other than here with all of you to say, now we enter the war for divine recovery. And I decree that Alabama will lead a nation in divine recovery. Now, with that, when you look at the Shia Gamel and Hebrew, it's also about opening up supply routes. You know, uh, James is so such a blessing to all of us to help visualize what God is saying and doing to us. And this, what you're looking at, of course, James did it for me, that we could see that we are entered into the war to recover what has been lost. See, this era is about the voice, pay, the pay era. It's about being in timing. Passover is a pay word. Pentecost is a pay word. And then, of course, the feast time is a pay word. So what the year we have just left was the year of the voice of the house rising up. And when you see that from a prophetic standpoint, you see that we have entered into a time where the house had to come together. And see, I think God looks at us the way he's looking at us now in your representation here. And it's also, this whole era is about a supernatural. It's not, we're not in a natural season any longer. We're in a very mystical, atmospheric war because we're having to rise up to allow his breath to come through us. And to recreate the landscape that we're part of. And with that, we are contending now for our authority. We will go into this year, starting tomorrow, I believe, contending for the authority of this nation. You will not see that start to manifest till around Passover. But... This nation is so key, so what you have done has been set the course. You have set a course here to determine the rule of the future of an entire nation. And I want to explain that and show that to you. 
See, we are having to now redeem the time. See, we had to be in time. We had to be in his moment. We had to come together. You didn't come to this meeting just because you wanted to come to this meeting. Holy Spirit made sure you were at this meeting. And we, because we're having to redeem time. I wrote a whole book about that that you can get from us. Redeeming the time because days are evil. In other words, the only way we can see our divine recovery is to redeem the time. And we have to not be afraid of crisis around us and chaos around us because that is part of God's redemptive plan. And you need, the, the real thing that he's teaching us is how to step into chaos, step into change, step into crisis, and carry our authority from heaven. And just be in the midst of it. And you know what happens when we step in, crisis has to back off. And so we are now beginning a major, major shift. And this is what the Lord spoke to me and one of my intercessions over this past uh, season, year I've been in or so. He said, you're going to have to do something new if you're going to win the war ahead. You're not going to be able to do or be a part of what has already been done. You're going to have to watch for what is new, and that will be a marker that you have gained ground and created a beachhead. Well, I want to say to you, today, you have created a beachhead here. He said, you're going to have to pray in a new way, and I think when we were at the meeting in 1984, the connection meeting where we were praying. We went down to the river and we prayed. And, and I think now that season comes to a finish, not an end, but a finish. See, one of the time words is linked with finish and fullness, Plethora means you have brought everything that you've been involved with to this point to a place of fullness. And, see, time is a circle, so you note that day, and then you begin again. And I believe today we begin again, and we move forward. And then he said, because America is at its crossroads. Now, I know you've heard that, but not like in time. America now stands at its crossroads. Well, by knowing the word of God, in Ezekiel chapter 21, the word of God says, at the crossroads... It's where divination will make its stand to turn a people the wrong way. The king of Babylon will make his stand at the crossroads. 
And unless there is an atmospheric force at that crossroads that is more supernatural than the king of Babylon's ability to turn the course of a nation, the nation will turn the wrong direction. Now, what happened to me today when I walked in here was I had faith all of a sudden because I was at a moment of seeing. See, once you get to a moment of seeing, you don't have to have faith any longer because you've seen. So this was a moment of seeing. So all of a sudden, faith rose up because, see, in my own journey over the last couple of years, the Lord has said, I will now, as he did for all of us in March of 2020, create your new boundaries. If you submit, you will see. That was his exact words to me. And he had those boundaries narrowed this year. Somebody said, where have you been? I said, well, this week I've been in Philippines, China, and I've been in Taiwan, and I've been in Brazil. But I didn't have to go there. I could just be with the people and do my part. He, but the Lord had told me that I could only be with boots on the ground in 10 places. Alabama was one of the places he assigned me to be. And he said, if you'll submit, you'll see. And then you'll multiply. And so it's been quite an interesting moment. So here's a word that I have for you. Alabama can now lead the kingdom shift for the future at the crossroads. You will be able to face the power of divination from the king of Babylon, and you'll be able to say, we're turning this way. See, because you've begun something here that will cause a nation to be able to see. See, think about all the prophecies I speak, and people will say, what does that mean? And I'll say, well, I don't know. That ain't my job. You're going to have to figure that out. I mean, I just do my part. You're going to have to do it. I can get caught up and see it. But you can't see it up there, then all of a sudden try to force it to happen down here. It doesn't work that way. You have to wait till God starts bringing what you saw. That's, what, that's how watchman intercession works. You go through the agony to bring it down here. You go through the process you have to go through. You go through the narrow place you have to endure until all of a sudden you see people wearing it. And in this journey... This is what God showed me on May 31st uh, of 2008. He showed me from heaven. Now, I'm, I'm telling you, from heaven, every state of America. He showed me the iniquitous structures in those states. 
He showed me that every state had a triumphant reserve, but that reserve would have to come together. They would have to represent, to come into their fullness, would have to represent every territory and sphere in their state. They would have to some way decide that he was the God of Israel and for them to enter into the blessings of the covenant that he released to Israel that they're grafted to, they would have to come full circle to some way recognize that. And then from that heavenly place, this was a four-hour visitation, he showed me Alabama would be the first that would be able to accomplish that. Now, that was May 31st, 2008. So just think what happened when I walked in and that was this. Overwhelming, breathtaking, James. You know, it's been amazing to watch for the moment of that happening. Every meeting that has happened. See, during that time, the Lord said, you don't have the strength any longer to plow this land as you've plowed it since the late 70s, early 80s. He said, you don't have the strength to do that any longer. But you can gather with the plowers. And you can gather with the harvesters. And I will send you to where they're gathered. But you're going to have to wait for me because those gatherings will be few. And so I started working in the heavenly realm with him to say, well, Lord, will I ever get to go anywhere again? You know, and Pam, I'm sure Pam was saying, God, will you ever get him out of here again? She probably has prayed more for revival now than she's ever prayed. <laughs> You walk in here, and that's this. See, all of a sudden, you're at a moment and a venture where you have represented what heaven said and revealed on May the 1st, 2008. See, that's a moment. You, you can put it on. You can wear it. You're not going to leave here dressed the way you were. You're, you're, uh, and the anointing penetrates clothing, cloth, biblically. You're going to be wearing out of here, and then that's going to be infusing into your blood structure through your epidermis what you've walked into here. And that's going to be spreading out. Uh, we were singing, how do we carry this art? This is how God did it. He brought a leader from every tribe. 
And he said, okay, you're going to go first. And the minute you start stepping, it's going to all start moving. And then he told the people, you're not going to look at the glory manifestation of the cloud and the fire any longer. You've been using that for the last 40 years. But that's not what I'm going to allow you to use any longer. You're going to watch the tribes go before you, holding the glory, and you're going to watch them stepping. Now think about how deep that river got until the last one got in. See, the first one could have drowned if the last one had pulled back. And that ark would have just sunk them down. But the minute the last one, number 67, stepped in, all of a sudden the river for the future opened up. All of a sudden, there isn't anything in Alabama, any territory, any people where God hadn't opened up the way for the future because of this meeting. That's a rare moment for all of what is known as America. Now, let me show you something. Because of that... Alabama now is at its next place of demonstration. Everybody say demonstration. See, we're not plowing right now. We're about to demonstrate. See, I, I'm, I'm one of Texas A&M's uh, fair-haired children. But, you know, I'd be a little stupid today to go against the angels. <laughs> there is something God is doing right this moment. Everybody say moment. moment. To initiate the way... For the future of an entire nation. Now, from this day forward, what you say and how you worship will uncover and determine your destiny. All of a sudden, how you express revelation through your human words and by your voice, and by vision. See, think about how crazy I have looked worldwide so many times. And that, thank God, I was healed. And I was, that was not an effect that deterred me ever in my life. Because my grandmother was Chickasaw. And she raised me, and she said, you will hold your head up no matter what. My mother chose to go the way of the world and was very successful, but she was afraid to be her people because of the reproach 
of being her people that America had put upon. So she never expressed that until two weeks before her death. And she said, I have watched Chuck stand through the years to be and represent the people that we are a part of. And she called my wife and called my sister and said, I'm going to die this month. And she said, I will have to return to the Lord the way he brought me. She said, so I will only be wearing a Chickasaw blanket when I return. And so she got her pine box and Chickasaw blanket in it. And finally, after 84 years, returned with the right identity. See, that's what divine recovery looks like. It doesn't look like us all becoming rich. It looks like us all being what we were sent here to be. Now, so you're going to start speaking from this place. Speaking of how God is going to bring this to every area of this particular land and then spread it across all of America. See, prophetic revelation expresses the heart and mind of God. It's not just the truth. It's how God thinks about things. And it's, it, you have to have both spirit and truth, heart and mind together. And that's what I have ex felt expressed in this meeting. And then you have, to you have to choose law or life. You have to either, either lead Jesus' example or you have to use all the boundaries of the law. And the more you agree with the law, the more the law becomes who you are and the less life. And that's not meaning lawlessness. That means the life of God's spirit that he's given us. And how we express the life of God's spirit, uh, spirit. And then, see, an event like today has created the freedom for our future. Now, that's very important for us to understand. And you have a testimony now. So I don't want you to walk out of here without understanding that once you have a testimony, you also wear an overcoming power. And hell can't overthrow that. Can't, hell can't overthrow this testimony. Hell can't say this can't be done in America for its future. And so that's what's so important. So God did two things with me as I got off the plane here. He gave me a picture and he said, be sure that Alabama, go ahead, Aaron, understands that it is infused with my double portion anointing. Not that you will enter in to the double portion anointing, but he said they will be infused with it. When they are sent out, they will wear it 
it will be oozing out of their cells. But it will give them the strength to overcome. And this is how he showed it to me. He said, this is what it will be like up until April here. All right? You're going to find a bunch of nut storage. And it's going to be weighty for you. And you're going to have to figure out how you're going to lift it up and start bringing it to the table, then this will go till about August of next year. You're going to finally have such an infused strength that that double portion that has always been in this state will be lifted up and others will see it everywhere. It won't be a weight any longer to you. It will be an expression of who you are. And then this will be where you'll be by the end of the year. You're going to be eating of the fruit of this meeting and leaping and jumping beyond any way you have leaped and jumped and rejoiced in the past. This meeting is the beginning of your rejoicing. Now, there's two other things I want to show you. And when I got off the plane, the Lord spoke to me. And now I am at a new place that I just hear him. I mean, I've I've always heard him and said what he said, but now it's just, we just go with it. And he said, the buffaloes in Alabama will run rampant again. And I thought, well, what does that mean? A stampede of buffaloes. And of course, you know, I'm a history person, so I know buffaloes almost became extinct in Alabama by 1900. He said, they will run again. And so I want you to address the poverty line. And so the Lord said, you go down, don't come from Atlanta straight here. You're going to go down to Highway 231, and that's a poverty line. And you're going to decree all along that poverty line that there will be a shift in the squander of the past so that that which was offered Alabama will recover quickly. That's how we came. So for me to get here and you say that and me see that, 
The Lord says you are entering into your divine recovery. And that line that the enemy had will shift in this state. Now, when you're worshiping down through 231, you will be pulling down a new dimension of supply line for this state. It will create a dimension of of supply. From heaven, sovereignly, you'll worship to the east, to the west, to the north, and you'll start from the south. And the Lord said, I'll recover I'll recover the state of authority that I'm trying to. I'll recuperate. This is what recovery means. You'll, regra- you'll regain what's been lost, taken, and captured. You'll regain and reclaim the land and the substances. See, that act today started that. A spirit of waste lost its ground in Alabama when that ground was given. We res- you're going to see crazy people get straight. You're going to see you're going to see people that really didn't make sense in other seasons all of a sudden coming into clarity. You're going to see things that didn't make sense when they were said becoming clear. And all of a sudden you're going to see the betrayal that occurred in this state fully broken out of the land of the state. It's amazing what you're going to see. Now, in, at the beginning of August, the Lord sent me to Charleston, South Carolina. And this is very important for Alabama. That was the beginning of the division of America. It's where the Civil War began. It was key, key gathering. We'd gone to Kansas, and then we'd gone to South Carolina. And the Citadel opened its doors for us to worship there, and it was the first time a group from outside in the history of that college, which represents our entire nation, it's war mantle has ever done that. And it was, it was amazing, and it was sovereign like this meeting. But it was sovereign to end and begin the opening for something like this. Because all 13 colonies were there, It was an amazing gathering. And when Dutch got up to speak, all of a sudden, I got caught up again. And the Lord showed me something that began with me in 2017 when I was visited by an angel at my home. I woke up from a dream and standing in the room. Now, I was out of the dream. And standing in the room was this incredible angel, which brought fear and trembling to me. It was real. It it wasn't something 
that we just talk about or couldn't see this, uh, this being was real. And he was peering out, and I asked him finally, who are you? Just like I could remember the word where they would say, who are you? And he said, I am the angel, I am the war angel that has been sent over harvest. And he asked me to stand with him, and because the world was flat, and I could see where harvest was going to be happening in the next era. And I could see America and where harvest was brewing, very much like I had seen in 2008. And he then explained to me, and I've written this in Passover Prophecies, how he would start training us to prepare us for the war over har harvest. And then he left. Now, what happened to me in South Carolina was this, and I, I recognized this gathering at this gathering. I was caught up, and I saw, go ahead, Aaron. See, angels of war are being assigned to territories, and we're being equipped, so you don't need to have fear. It, it was amazing to see you recognizing the angels here, and then you go to understanding what all of a sudden it looked like. I was visited in Corinth. And then, go ahead, I was visited. See, this angel of war, what I immediately recognized, he had entered into our dimension. Now, when you see something like that, you embrace it. In other words, things would get tense as we enter this era. And the war would intensify. Now, I've worked in Russia since the 80s and China, and the war would intensify. And you need to know you've been undergoing training. And so, what started at that meeting, go ahead, in Corinth, with that angelic vision it wasn't a vision, it was a reality coming, moved into a new place in when I came, was caught up in South Carolina. I saw these four war angels surrounding America. And all of a sudden, it was as if what I had seen in 2008 was overlaid. In America. And then after I saw the four ruling angelic hosts, I then, and it was no question in my mind how many. I knew, like word of knowledge, like I was there with them, there were 51 angels sent to stand between them. And they all had their sword in their sheath. 
And that's how all of a sudden God began to let me down. But I knew this was the beginning of each state having their opportunity. Now, I was not allowed to share that publicly. And public to me is when it's on the Internet and it goes crazy. Until yesterday. When I recorded it with Dutch this week. And you can go to Give Him 15 and watch the recording. But that began yesterday. Now, hear what I'm saying to you. Each angel is assigned to a state, and there is a ruling government behind each angel. And we have stepped in to the changes that we will know for America. And every state, their angel will be sent to them. They will either rejoice with the state, co-labor with the state, bring their government of angels into the state, or they'll pull the sword out. Now that starts today. So all those prophecies for 400 years that I've heard over America being judged, because it's just, you know, we'll just wear you down. All of those things about how bad we've done. And we've done so many bad things. But who hadn't? And yes, God reconciles it. But today, he starts determining the harvest. Now hear me. See, most people don't understand the harvest represents what you saw, good and bad. Now, with that, look at this, and let's look at the next one. Alabama has presented to him the first state of this nation today. Let's stand up. And because you presented it to him, your angelic hosts are here to war on your behalf. Now, Bev, you and Kent come up with me because I want to end by doing this. It is so key. I had... I had something to bring to you, but the Lord told me to wait until bring it in January. And it's key. But today, I want you to put your hand on somebody and say, you had to be here. God brought you. You're, you have no idea how important you are. In kingdom, in the kingdom world right now. I mean, I'm telling you, this is beyond. But today, 
America. And how would I have known this in 2008 that you would have actually done this today? I mean, it, it's almost overwhelming for a person that in 2008, God said Alabama would do this. I, just do something. Pinch yourself. Pinch somebody. <laughs> it, 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 it really has happened. Do you? <laughs> Most of the time we're like Abraham. We never see it. We just prophesy it. It's really happened. And it took everything you've done. For a state to present their state, the state God said would present their state to him when it was time for America to shift. <laughs> it's, it's just beyond. So let's stand here for just a second. It's just beyond. And then I'm going to leave you with this scripture. See, it's where Jesus, it didn't matter about all the mess that had gone on or all what the disciples had done. There had to come a moment where he recommissioned them. I don't know that this has ever happened in the body of Christ, ever in the history of the body of Christ, where all of a sudden, a state has actually been gathered to be sent out into their future. We've had meetings, but we've never had all the pieces in place. Think of all the meetings we've had all over this nation and so many pieces that have been brought down. But I don't think I've ever been in a moment in a meeting where all the pieces were here. And Jesus, it says, later appeared to the leaven because the women recognized him at the tomb. They didn't recognize him in the same form. That they had seen it. Now hear my words to you. He was a gardener. This Camille year ahead. Is about returning to the garden. He was a gardener. But the moment. Mary Magdalene heard his voice. She knew it. Don't be looking for what you've seen. In the past. Listen. Because he's going to show you a new way. And she went and told the 11, listen, he's here. What he said he was going to do, he did. 
He rose from the dead. They didn't believe her. And so he decides he will show up with them all at one place. And so he got them all to this one place and he shows up and he said, I'm really ready to do something new with you. And he said, but I'm going to hold you accountable to all the trauma you've experienced. Think of the trauma. We heard about it. Think of all the civil structures of this state. He said, the land and the people and you are carrying trauma. And I'm going to make sure in a moment that's removed from you. But you had to all be at one place at one time. I, I, I really don't know I've ever been. I've been in a world meeting like this where every nation of the world was represented in 1993. But never in... America, where every, every part of the territory that God said would burst forth, his glory throughout this entire nation decided to come together. And then he said, so I'm going to hold you accountable for a moment for any unbelief you're still carrying. See, that's what the scripture says here in Matthew 16. And I'm going to hold you accountable for any hardness of heart over the past that you're still holding on to. Well, I mean, think about Peter. He was in that meeting. He was a mess. Think about Thomas, the king of unbelief. He was in that meeting. And then he said, because you've now seen me in a way that nobody else has seen me. You've seen me now, and we're going to wait a moment until you're able to grab hold of what you've just seen. And then he said, now, go to all the United States. Go to all the world and preach the gospel to all creation. Don't just preach it in the church. Preach it to the ground. Preach it to the sky. Preach it to the trees. Preach it to the sheep. Tell the buffalo to run again. Because you have seen me pull you together. And from this moment forth, I commission you 
with the faith to decree what you have seen. And if you will do that, which I am sending you to do, every, all of creation will enter in to a divine recovery. I send you forward from this meeting commissioned to continue until you wear and leap the double portion you've been given and demonstrate it because the double portion is what overturns the ruling powers that's trying to rule and ruin a nation. I loose you to go forth in your worship, in your gatherings, in your lands, and wherever you are sent, I say divine recovery will occur. Let's give a shout. Beverly, I thank God for Chuck Pierce. Oh, my goodness. I just... I. First of all, you know he's one of just my heartbeats because the Lord just really connected us. I mean, we we just have some things in common, but I honor him, his just absolute uh, ability to hear God and to be able to communicate that in the earth realm. That that's no small feat. Yeah, he's it's amazing. I, I have to listen two or three times to to digest it, but he's always so powerful. Thank you for taking the time to watch or listen. Uh, once again, if you're in the state of Alabama, we want to connect with you as this year, 5783 on the Hebraic calendar, we'll be worshiping and teaching and preaching throughout the state of Alabama. We'll be in a different district each month around the head of the month. And uh, there's more information about that on our website. It's allinalabama.org. That's all in alabama.org. If you'd like to connect with us, you can do that there. Or you, if you'd like, if you're from another state and you want to help us in Alabama or another nation, even uh, like to know more about the prototype we're building, you can do that. Uh, we always offer first fruits offering when Chuck comes as a prophet, uh, and we bless him, of course, in the state of Alabama. Uh, if you would like to give a first fruits offering, there's a link there that you're welcome to give. You can go to wordalive.org if you want to. Uh, uh, Give, or you can text to give, 84321. Text any dollar amount to 84321. Once again, any dollar amount to 84321. If you want to give a First Fruits offering, you're more than welcome to do that. Last but not least, our new transformation workbook that Chuck actually commissioned here uh, as a tool of transformation for the state and for the nation is available to you absolutely free of charge just pay shipping and handling. All you've got to do is click the link below. Or if you're listening, that's lifeoffreedom.site slash free. Beverly, any comments before we hit go today? Just incredibly thankful to be a part of this. This has been a massive mission. We started planning it in 2019. We implemented it in 
2020, three months in, we both are hit with COVID. We bounce <laughs> right back up. We finish this mission. We implement these hubs. The worship hubs are now going forward. We've been all the way back through the state again. We've brought together this cohort. Everybody is connected. We are connected across this, this whole state and have really developed some fine relationships with these men and women. And now we're going to do it again. And we need your prayer cover. We need your help. We need you you to step up and be a part of this, to see this happen, possibly in your state and throughout the entire United States of America, because we really believe in it. Allinalabama.org. Thank you so much for watching the Freedom Podcast or listening today. Hopefully we've been a blessing to you. We appreciate any thoughts or encouragement you'd like to send us as comments. Love you guys. Be blessed. And we'll see you next time.